I don't know where you're at right now. I don't know what you're doing, but I do want you to pay attention and listen to what I have to say because I know someone is listening right now and they're in the midst of pain and despair and not knowing where they're coming or where they're going. And Lord knows I've been there way too many times. I remember one time I woke up to drink a quart of vodka and run out on the street only to pass out briefly, then somehow get myself together, wake up and continue running again until I came home and threw up. I know what that's like, where you feel so hopeless, so lost, not knowing why you're here on planet Earth and what your purpose is. If you are in the midst of a very trying situation, maybe not to the extent of what I just mentioned earlier, but if you are struggling and you're just thinking, why, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to get through this? I want to do this, but it's just so freaking hard. It feels like the deck is stacked against me. I want you to listen to today's episode. We're going to be talking about how to stay motivated and how to stay encouraged when it feels as if nothing is going right. Okay. I'm going to really open my heart and share some stories that have really impacted me as well as just giving you some practical advice that you can do with right now and whatever season of life that you're in. All right. We're going to get to all of that coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. The Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is a really funny name because it's not just for introverts or for entrepreneurs. It's about motivating, inspiration, communication, recovery, self-discovery, inspiration, and about living your best life. We live in a world that is basically fear scarcely driven, where everyone's thinking that it's a zero sum game, meaning that if I get something, you get nothing. And that's not the way we are meant to live as human beings. We are meant to live a satisfactory and inspirational life to motivate other people who are in their own disaster to see that there's a better way of thinking and being and doing. And that's what this podcast is all about. So if this is your very first time listening, make sure you hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop an episode, which is usually Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening for a while, thank you so much for being on the road with me. I know that I talk about some very difficult things at times, but you are dedicated to learning more about yourself. You are tired of making excuses. You're tired of trying to compare yourself against what your mom or your dad or your cousin, your what your culture says. You are t- forging the new path in a world that just wants to be entertained and distracted. You are saying to yourself, I want better for myself and I want better for my life. So I just want to give you just some huge props because you are part of like the 2% of the world. Most people are living unsatisfactory lives because they are hell-bent on distracting themselves from the things that they will will help them grow. We are designed here on earth to learn the lessons, to learn the lessons. We don't have to repeat the things that our ancestors have done. We can be able to forge new paths so that our successors, the, our kids, the people we mentor and encourage can also be inspired. So that being said, if you want to continue this message, the best way that you can help support me is to share this podcast, write a review, interact with me. I am on social media. I'm on X, Twitter, whatever they want to call themselves this week. 
at Denise G. Lee. Also, make sure that if you haven't done so already, visit my website, denisegeely.com. There I write full-length articles about recovery, mindset, spirituality, addictions, trauma, so many different things that will help you be able to live a satisfactory life. Look, the key to be able to understand yourself and the people around you is to be able to find creative solutions to the most daunting of problems. And this is what we're all about, this type of energy. And also one more thing, what I'm going to be talking about is a snapshot, a little snippet of my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where I hop into your inbox once every day for 21 days and give you an audio message, something like this, but a little bit more focused on specific topics as well as journaling prompts. And you may ask, like, why do I always want to ask questions, Denise? Well, here's the thing. If you don't ask yourselves the right questions, you will keep repeating the exact same things that have been hurting you indefinitely until medication or death stops you, whichever comes first. We don't luck up on change. We actually have to put it into practice and it starts with how we analyze the world around us because if we can challenge the thoughts that are on our minds, then we can be able to change it and then we can thereby change our lives. And that's what I do through obviously our time with one another. And if you want to take a deeper dive, Amazing Attitude is a course for you. I'm leaving links and the show notes below so you can be able to access all of that. But for right now, what I want to be talking with you about is how to motivate yourself when you feel discouraged. I'm talking to the entrepreneurs in the room. I'm talking to the parents. I'm talking to the people who want more for themselves. I've talked with so many people who have survived just really amazing things. Death, divorce, estrangement, addictions, depressions, anxieties. So many different things. I'm right now as I'm thinking about one particular friend of my, my husband who just recently got diagnosed as a high-functioning autistic. But when I think about it right now, he's more a high-functioning trauma survivor from a very performance-oriented home. And so much so that he believes, despite all of the millions of dollars that he's accumulated and the success that he has accumulated, he is nothing unless he can be able to provide money and resources. And what a terrible way to live. Everybody thinks that money and fame is everything, but if you don't feel satisfaction in your heart, satisfaction in who who you are and the purpose of what you're doing, and you're only just looked as a tool, that's no way to live. And so he spent this, my husband's friend spent thousands of dollars to confirm that he feels broken inside. But my friends, if you're listening and you're feeling broken inside, is the brokenness really coming from what they the labels say that you're supposed to be from the doctors the psychologists I'm not discounting the medical community I'm not a therapist I'm not a doctor but I do wonder about the society that in the culture that we live in that says well it's okay if you're not messed if you're messing up or it's okay if you feel bad it's because of this diagnosis I want to challenge and ask you is there a part of you that believes that you are more than just a label, that you are more than your background or what your friends said or what everybody else around you is doing. Who, Who are you really? What really makes you tick? 
And if you know who you are, then you can be able to overcome everything. And then what we're going to be doing right now is talking about how you can know yourself, how you can motivate yourself when you feel discouraged. So that's when the storms of life hit, meaning that you have a financial crisis, a health crisis, perhaps a kid or two is not acting the way you want them to be acting. Like whatever you're going through right now, I want to support you and I want to get you to go from where you are to where you need to be. And that requires you to be honest with yourself. That requires you to have some level of introspection. I wish I could just wave a magic wand over everybody's head and everyone's healthy, wealthy, sexy, and beautiful. But the fact of the matter is, it's gonna take some work on your end and that's what I'm hoping that you're doing. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you grab a pen, a paper, something to write with. And if journaling or writing is not an option, I really seriously want you to be intentional about listening to the words that I have to say because I know that someone's listening to this message right now and they need a change, a desperate change. They need something to just wipe away all the frustration and the irritation that's blocking their mind and preventing them from seeing the world as it is, not as the way they would like it to be. And this may be the message that may be changing your life right now. So I need all eyes paying it eyes, <laughs> all ears, paying attention to what I have to say, because this may be the message for you. I want to share some. I'm going to dive in deeper on my on denisegelee.com. I want to make an article about motivate yourself when you feel discouraged. But I do want to just share some things that's on my mind right now that I know that you need to listen up, that you need to be able to fully digest and fully hear what I have to say. So after the short break, we'll get straight to it. Okay, let's talk about ways to motivate yourself when you feel discouraged. The first and foremost thing that I always tell everybody if they're just feeling discouraged, they're feeling down and dumped, the plans that they want, there's no even sign of traction. <laughs> Have you ever just worked for months and years trying to build up a website or build up your business or lose weight or try to do something and just feel like nothing's going on? Well, the first thing that I want to say in order for you to be able to motivate yourself is I want you to acknowledge your feelings. Look, we have grown, a lot of us, myself, and I don't know about you, but so many of us have grown up in environments where it was inconvenient, that it was unadvisable for us to acknowledge our feelings. Look, your feelings are your sounding board to let you know how you feel, and short of death and medication, you can't negotiate with your feelings. Suppressing or ignoring your feelings only just leads to more anxiety, more resentment, more frustration, because you're not letting your body grieve out what your soul is feeling. I want you to acknowledge and accept them. That doesn't mean that your feelings are reality. That doesn't mean that your feelings or something that you need to rely on, but you can be able to have your feelings sit alongside you as you work through the difficult things of life. We're no longer going to be ignoring them, okay? That's the most important thing. And I always tell all my clients this, that if you try to suppress your feelings, your feelings will try to suppress you. So we're not gonna do any of that anymore. We're gonna be able to say, okay, I know I feel sad and I resent resentful. I feel irritated. And this is why that may be able to open up some other ideas that you may not have been able to think about. I 
have this little reminder on my phone every single month about certain things about my business. And I, and this, those are very hard questions that I ask myself. And the reason why I do that is because I want to make sure that I'm still connected with my feelings. Because as I think about, okay, I'm feeling frustrated. Why do I feel frustrated? Okay, I'm, because things are not going this way. Okay, where's the expectation? what's realistic or not. And I want to go down that rabbit hole so I can be more creative, so that I can be able to think about things from a different angle. Two of you guys are feeling stuck and irritated because you're stuck on one specific type of mode of thinking. And the way to be able to break through even the most daunting of circumstances is for you to be able to think at a bigger and more elevated light than you're currently thinking right now. There's no way around it. And I want you to be able to just think from a 5,000 point view about things. And that's why you have to keep staying connected with your feelings. Not necessarily believing if it's true or not, but just accepting that they're there, okay? Now the second thing that I wanna talk with you about, and again, this is something that I even, (laughs) I'm working through myself (laughs) because I was raised in a performance-oriented environment where I was only good as if I worked harder I tried harder. I I try to please everybody. And I never wanted to deviate from what I believe the gold standard was. There's no standard, believe it or not. There's only what works well for you. But anyway, what I want the next thing I want to talk to you about is setting realistic goals. <laughs> Oftentimes discouragement comes from setting overly ambitious or unrealistic goals. And breaking your goals into smaller achievable steps may be the way to make you feel that you're biting one little bit at a time. I remember in the beginning of my coaching business, I was talking with my mentor and I said, I just want 10, like the, 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 I just told her my frustration, like, I just want 10 clients. And my, my mentor was like, whoa, 10 clients in the beginning of your coaching business is a lot. What's a realistic goal like that you can easily manage, you can onboard them, you can take care of your people and not feel overwhelmed? And then we came to a number. And for me, once I was able to dial back from 10 to, to the number that I was working with, with my coach about, the reason why I'm not mentioning the number, because I want you to think about what number works well for you. What number, what number works for me as a coach may not be what works well for you and what type of coaching and all that stuff. So I just wanted to say that caveat as why I, I'm not saying the number. But anyway, when I started thinking about the number that was manageable, that was easy, that was practical, oh man, it just felt like a load just got lifted off of me. And so friend, I have asked a question for you. Are you expecting like fame and riches and fortunes and all this stuff to happen overnight? Or perhaps forget about that. Maybe you've got a health situation right now and you just want your cancer to just go away. Or perhaps you just want that throbbing pain to go away. Now, as much as, again, we talked about earlier, we want that magic wand to just wave over us and take all our hurts and pains away. My question to you right now is, What's something smaller? What's a smaller win that you can get? Is it to wake up without feeling your head pounding? Is it to be able to limit your stress? Because if you limit your stress, you automatically make micro improvements to your immune system, which helps your body to respond better to things that are upsetting and irritating. What can you do? Like that's real small. That can really move the needle 
that's what I want you to think about. James Clear wrote this wonderful book called Atomic Habits. Highly recommend that you read it if you haven't done it so already. Is like, the key to victory is not in the big wins, but it's the small incremental changes that come alongside the way. And so I want you to ask yourself, instead of trying to bite off the whole cow, can you take a little bite of the, of the corner of the bun? All right? Hamburger bun, that's what I'm mentioning. <laughs> what can you do right now? That's small and that's practical. Now, the next thing I want to talk with you about is reminding yourself of your past achievements. It is so funny because we, we as humans, we have this malady called hedonistic adaptation. And this is how it goes. So let's say this is the, the common thing that I, I, I hear from clients all the time. They're transitioning from working for corporate America or whatever, and they're trying to be entrepreneurs. They say, well, I've met my, I've always wanted in my career to make 100K, $100,000. And then once I hit that, then all I thought about was making $150,000. And then when I met that, everybody was talking about we, you needed to get an executive officer or all these other things. And then so every single time you think that you want something and then you achieve it, then you forget it because you're always thinking about what the next thing ahead of is. And so the reason why some of us feel so depressed and so miserable, and maybe you can't relate to the 100K example, think about something that you just take for granted right now, whether it be struggling to have kids or buy your first house or driving your first car. Think about that moment where it, was just, it felt like, like an epic struggle. And now it ain't nothing to you because you're always thinking about what you want to achieve now. I want you to go back and think about your W's. How did you overcome them? What was challenging about them? How did you persevere? How did you stay resilient when it felt like you were nowhere near where you wanted to be? Get back to those days where you're reminding yourself Oh, wow, I went through X, I went through Y, I had to contact A, I had to go through B, I had to do all this. Start reminding yourself of the creativity that's within you right now. Some of y'all are so freaking creative. You can build a Model T out of Lego parts. I've seen it. I've got a follower on Twitter who builds amazing things out of Legos. Like, how, how, do, you, how do you do that? I like to know. I mean, some of you guys be like, eh, eh, it's no big deal. It just takes me a couple hours. Take me a thousand hours to do this. Think about what you've got going on in your life right now and how it took you to become proficient and with ease. Too many of you guys are forgetting that. Too many of you guys are forgetting that. The next thing, in the interest of time, I just want to... Uh, I'm looking at my sheet of notes. I want to make sure I touch on the things that are really passionate to me that I know is going to be able to help you is I want you to be able to break things into smaller steps. Again, leading to what I mentioned earlier, that some of you guys are making things too damn complicated. You're thinking about trying to build a building when all I'm asking you to do is to build a ramp. <laughs> All I want you to do right now is just think, okay, right now, what is the most easiest, simplest, and most practical thing I can do that's not going to overwhelm me? That will be able to make things feel less daunting, less overwhelming. I remember 
Uh, earlier this year, my SEO guy, search engine optimization guy, he was telling me that he needed to, he needed me to make some changes to the content that was on my website in order to bring more web traffic. And I remember thinking to myself in the beginning of the conversation, I, he was like, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. I'm like, you lost your mind. I'm not doing all that. That's, that's just too much to do. And as I thought about it, the reason why I felt so overwhelming was because I thought I had to do everything all at once without any assistance, without any help. And so many of us are so insistent on doing it by ourselves because we don't want anyone to take away our glory or we don't want to be shamed. We don't want to feel criticized. We don't want to feel any type of, of, of feeling bad about ourselves because some, you know how it goes when people up in our faces, they might say some stuff that's going to hurt our feelings. We don't want any of that. So we want to try to do it all by ourselves on our own times and our own time frames. And then we wonder why nothing's working well because it's just me, myself, and I at <laughs> the committee of one. And no one's doing the inspection or the overview to make sure that things are really sound and working well. But I digress. Going back to the SEO uh, guy example I was mentioning to you, the reason why I felt so overwhelming was because I was always thinking that it had to be all me all the time without fail. And that can feel so stressful. So my question to you is, are you putting on too much weight on you? Is it a committee of you, yourself, and <laughs> you and yourself all day? Me, myself, and I? There's something for you to think about. Because the reason why so many of us feel so discouraged is because we don't want to ask nobody for help. And perhaps we observed or our demonstrators, our mom, our dad, or our educators, our friends never ask for help. Now ask yourself right now, the people who demonstrated that behavior that you should never ask for help, you should do it, you should tough it out, you should do it on your own. How are they doing it? Do they look like they're actually winning? Are they actually going ahead? Because I don't know about you, but the most leaps and bounds that I have had with working with my own mentors, having a coach, having a, some, someone who is up in my stuff, looking at my things, showing me an easier, simpler way of doing this. Look, while it may give you a sense of, of hubris, I don't say pride, I say hubris, where it is a, a overemphasized status, esteem of yourself in the absence of reality. If you are so prideful about, I shouldn't say prideful, if you have that much hubris about yourself, how in the world can you take advantage of, of new opportunities if you don't let anybody else in? I was recently uh, reading about a particular uh, politician and he was rising in the polls. He was a superstar and it, he had nobody helping him. The, the intricacies of, about his campaign movement, it was just him and his wife. And most recently, he has really dropped in the poll and nobody's really paying attention to him. And he's seeming more irrelevant. And the reason behind it is because he doesn't want anybody talking to him except him and his wife. Now, don't get me wrong. Too many cooks in the kitchen can mess up a pot. But you have to have people who aren't you or who aren't yes men who can be able to give you fresh and innovative ideas that can just break up even the most daunting of situation when you're having someone with a fresh pair of eyes to come in and say, hey, maybe you should try X. Maybe you should try Y. Have you considered B with A? And the reason why a lot of us don't want to try things new 
Listen up, this is really important. The reason why a lot of us don't want to try something new, the reason why so many of us don't ask for help is because we felt burnt in the past. Perhaps we told our information to somebody who didn't know what the hell they were talking about. And they were just telling us all sorts of nonsense and we got burned. I'll never forget when I was in college and I got a notice from the, the IRS about, you know, hey, here's your tax stuff. And I remember asking my brother, I said, hey, do I file my taxes? He's like, you don't need to file your taxes. You're a student. And I didn't file my taxes for two years. And guess what? I got a notice from the IRS one year after I graduated college say, hey, you haven't filed for the last two years. You better do this now. Otherwise, you're going to face fines. And I felt burned talking to my brother because I trusted him. My naive stuff trusted him. And I felt like, well, if this is the advice that I'm going to get, I don't want to trust, trust anybody for advice about my taxes. Now, here is the question for you. Are you having that same type of mindset where you are not trusting anyone on anything? Or can you take the moment of pure reflection and introspection? This is why I talk about in my course, Amazing Attitude, so much. Can you allow yourself that moment of introspection? Ask yourself, maybe I put too much trust on this particular subject with this finite, fallible human being. Think about it. Just think about it right now. Because a lot of us are making rules based on incomplete and inaccurate information. That was in only one snapshot of time with one particular person. This is what I want you to think about. And I got I to gotta stop, guys. I wish I could talk more about this. But I want to just give you some ideas. Again, I'm going to write more about this in my article. Check that on denisegelee.com where I'm going to dive more in about other ideas that you can motivate yourself when you feel discouraged. But I got a question for you is, where are you going to be able to be honest with yourself in your abilities, what you can and cannot do, your strengths? A lot of us are a hell of a lot more stronger than we even give ourselves the, the credit for. Are you going to be able to let somebody in that's not you into your business? Are you going to be dialing back your vision and just focus on the small little things that you can do right now? I love to hear from you. So you've got a couple of avenues to contact me. I'd love to connect with you via social media. Denise G. Lee, I just mentioned that. I'm leaving links in the show notes below. Via my website, Denise G. Lee, you can write a comment if you're logged in. And then also... If you would like to send me a voicemail message, check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. If you're interested in sending a voice message, make sure that you include your first name only. Privacy, please. Where you're, call, where you're, you're calling in from and what you'd like to hear more about this particular subject or just anything in general. Love to hear from you. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Wishing you success in every aspect of your life. You deserve success because you are here for a reason. Well, that is it. Take care and be awesome.